You are about to receive messages that may be harmful to your mental state. Your sense of reality will be questioned. Your view on things will be altered. You are now part of the Meta. The Meta controls everything. The Meta determines what will and will not happen. You are watching The Meta Show. Oh my god, what is this? <laughs> it's a throwback meta show. Look who's here. I can't believe it. Hi guys. Hi Boat. How are you? Hi. How's it going? I'm good. It's only been four fucking years since the last time the big red boat hosted the meta show. I Wait, told you people four years? It was really November of 2019. <laughs> what year is it? What I the know, hell? Right? Ah, I don't even. Wow, that has been a long time. I it guess that's since I started. Uh, crazy. Started work. Yeah. Boat yeah. Van Winkle just woke up. He's like, oh, that's it. he's back. He's back. November so of 2019 was the last time that we had our Damn. boy boat here on that's another a show. a long time. I am very pleased with the fact. I got to give a lot of credit for this to two people one the first one is mrs brisk because she said you guys should do a show with boat do a throwback right. show it'll be funny bring boat back it'll be great yeah and i said you know what that's a great idea we should try to make this happen so we started talking about trying to figure out how to make it happen and then yeah i had to go to life shifter and be like um <laughs> remember all that shit that we used to do like four years ago and then we started the show over and everything do you still have any of that stuff oh i have all of it I should have probably I'm glad you have it, it all. I should have asked you for it. <laughs> I should have asked you for it. Either I do or I don't. I don't remember. I have a folder with uh, stuff. But uh, yeah, I meant to come last week, but I had wrestling because I wanted to do April 1st. That would have been hilarious. Like That's what we were going to do. That would have really messed like, some yeah, people up. We had we're going to play that. it off like nothing happened. Yeah. We're going to be like, hey, right. nothing happened. It's just, hey, you know, the last four years were a dream. This is the meta show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're, we're coming out of the Matrix. There we go. All right. There you go. Exactly. So I think from us... This week is great because it's a throwback meta show. And it also just happens to be us coming off of a pretty significant win. Let me tell you, that right, happened yeah. just a day or two. What was it? Yesterday? I guess it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Mm -hmm. Friday? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Friday. Uh, Friday well, freaking yesterday morning. morning. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Feels like two super days, but... early. So, but you were actually there for the fight in X47. I was there for Isn't both parts. I kind of skipped the downtime stuff, but I was there for the first half and the second half. I kind of, I skipped the halftime show. Is that, is that a way to put it? Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I did the same thing. So Marky Mark. Yeah. I went to bed for like four hours. I, I was watching. I gone to bed. I, I, so I didn't watch any of the show. I was at work and, uh, but I did have on one of my monitors in my office, I had the, the battle report coming up and every so often I would refresh it just to see how things are balancing out. And, uh, my heart broke when those poor Zanitra's, died oh, valiantly valiantly so at the beginning of so that sad. fight horrifyingly so in the worst part the worst tragedy of that as i mentioned this in the uh in the internal csm discord i, I i'm gonna break the leak here for a second i did mention to the CSM <gasps> that it was so sad that they died having never worn a decent skin so that's geez, not wait. wrong think about that zanitra's those are the dredge right oh yeah yes yeah, there was a there were I can't believe that uh somebody pulled those out. I'm just gonna say that. They're fucking sick, dude. And they're not nearly yeah. as expensive as they used to be. But they're, they're, all, they're, they're dumb. Cool. They're so dumb. Nice. Yeah, that number is huge. We uh, uh just the other day, 
uh, in wormhole space. I, I know wormhole space. Uh, we had uh, there was one guy who dropped a Zonitra on a couple of ratting dreads, um, and in a magnetar, and his uh, starting DPS was something around forty thousand, which is just buck goddamn wild. Uh, yeah. So yes, Zern's very good, very strong, big old thick boys, triangle triangular thick boys. I love it. We love them. I, I am them. a OG Zern owner. Well, the first week that they came out, Dark Shines and a couple of us got together and pulled our resources and Shines built us a bunch. So I had one in the first month as soon as it was done being built, which was nice. And yeah, uh, I, I've used I, it like twice. It's my suitcase. I want right one. Now. I want one because... There's they're they're fucking dumb. Pardon my language. They're really. I mean, dumb. aren't they? They're just crazy. They're so, they're so cool. What's well, really? What's, oh go no! Ahead. Please go ahead. So so I ain't gonna lie. When I saw them warp in, I I thought they were at the original price because I I haven't seen them used like that. I mean, I've seen them used in low sec here and there, right? But um, after watching like ten dreads warp in, so like the first part of the fight was a lot of death on our side, right? But then, like, you see these dreads warp in, and you see, like, four of these come flying in. And I'm like, mm -hmm. who in the fuck, pardon my language again, uh, authorized fancy dreads for a suicide <laughs> fancy mission? Dreads. Fancy, fancy dreads. Fancy dreads. I mean, they are fancy dreads. Like, bring out those navy fancy dreads. dreads. They feel, navy dreads feel useless to me. But anyway, go. Uh, they bring them out, and they just start zapping stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. And the, the enemy laser. tried to warp dreads in, but there was like trap bubbles. Only a few mm -hmm. came in. And then those just obliterated. And I'm like, oh, yeah, those things are broken. Yeah. By Very... the time they had killed one of ours, we had killed like three of their dreads and a ton of paladins. It was like, oh. With with three entropics, you can get it up to uh, uh, like almost 50,000 without too much without too much trouble. Yeah, that's just uh, Which oh. is just, I mean, you can't hit the broad side of a barn if you tried. If any anything smaller than a, a fucking carrier moves even a little bit, uh, you you well, simply the, will those, not hit it. Those paladins, though, yeah, no, they did because they have the bastion, right? So they sit still mm -hmm. at yep. zero. Yeah, they're not moving, and they just yeah. die. It's but so they can hit fun. out. They can hit out crazy far, which is why oh, these guys use them. Someone said three hundred k. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely an AT and T. Reach out and touch on one moment, bro. It is it is things. absolutely goddamn wild. To, I might have dated hear, myself with that reference, by the way. Hear from somebody who like last played Eve back before the the, the huge meta swing into Marauders come in. Yeah. And you're like, wow, Marauders are fucking broken. Or like, yeah, we know. Yeah, that's why we like them. That's why yeah, they're fun. There were five. Been... 500 marauders on that grid 500 See, paladins insane bef before everyone used bombers a really fun thing to do is to bait with a golem mm -hmm. like you can get like a 20k tank on a golem park it on a gate and then like the uh when we lived in declan and then when someone would come through to try and kill it they'd have to bring a pretty sizable fleet but you know i'm not talking about bombers but like normal fleet and then you could just drop carriers or dreads on it and titans and do dumb things and it was a great bait <laughs> shit I will say you you do have to be careful with those Zernitras because if you if you don't stop your ship completely, it does not matter if the if the Marauders are oh, not yeah. moving. Uh, you simply will you not going hit, hit shit. Yeah, yeah. We we had a guy drop uh, a Zern oh. on a couple of Vargas one time, and uh, he he stopped moving his ship at like twenty meters. But he hit siege at like twenty meters per second, yeah. and could not hit a goddamn thing. Just couldn't do I, it. I will say this: uh, never use one of those when local gets over forty five hundred because they won't oh, work. Yeah. yeah. That's what, uh, that's, what, that's what it sounds like. Lashax, too. Lashax, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, I can kind of go through the fight if you want me to, like how it all Please. went. 
Well, let, so me, set it up, let me set it up for everybody, and then I'll let you run and, and run and go. So for those of you who are not sure what we're talking about, because you've been living under a rock for the last month or two, the war in the North has been concentrating around big Keepstar fights since we started it five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We have killed three keep stars of the four that were placed in pure blind. The goal of this war from the Imperium and B2 perspective is to clear out pure blind fate and Declan of all of the structures and all of the presence of fraternity. That has been the whole point fraternity and pandemic horde on the other side, the fart coalition, their job is to stop us from doing that and kill as many goons and in it guys and whatever else you want to call us in the meantime. So that fast forwards, we kill three keep stars the second week of the war. The last keep star, the hardest keep star, the one keep star that has been the toughest for us to deal with is the keep star in X-47. That is a keep star in a system where fraternity owns the sovereignty. It is their keep star. And it's where they have been staging from, even though they won't admit that they've been staging from there, they have been staging from there and Horde has been living there out of that keep star. They have Titans in there. They have supers in there. They have carriers in there. They have giant paladin fleets in there. And they have managed to hold us off two previous times when we have tried to ref the armor timer and they have held us off multiple, multiple times. And we simply didn't show up to follow up. It was about, I think we were on the ninth ref of this keep star and they had a little bit mm-hmm. of hubris going on there. They had a little bit of, Oh yeah, you know, you guys are never going to manage to kill this thing. You guys, we're, we're never going to let you do it. Cause we, all we have to do is log in. It's just like what you did to us in in one DQ. We're never going to be able It's what you did to us in M2. We're never going to be able to, you're never going to be able to take this keep star. And then Friday morning happened. So tell mm. us about that boat. Yeah. So I showed up. Um, I showed up when the fight was like getting form or like had just started. And we had Lashax, TFIs, and I think APOC Navy issues. And the hostiles had their paladins and TFIs and nightmares, which nightmares are really cool to see, not gonna lie. Uh, but they had their paladins like right on top of our Leshaks. And Leshaks have this really cool feature where once they spool up, they just start shitting damage. And paladins have this really cool feature where they can't get remote reps while in bastion mode. <laughs> and when you have really high tie-dye, that bastion mode lasts a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once those uh, Leshaks spool up, which uh, it looked like they were spooling up faster than tie-dye would normally let, but I don't know. Uh, you could solo a Paladin and a Lashak because they fit passive tanks, right? So I think the order, if I remember correctly, was everyone pick your own Paladin and just nude it and kill it. And you have 200 Lashaks like picking their own targets in mono e monoing Paladins. And at first it was really bad. Like we're losing Lashaks like left, right, and center. But at one point, like the fleet just talks about like where the damage is. And over half the enemy fleet is like at half health or less. And it's like, holy shit. So Asher, Asher, of course, in his wonderful wisdom, he just starts calling targets that are like at half health. And TFIs just start volleying through them over and over and over, right? And it was just absolutely wonderful to see these 2 billion ships. So like at one point when I was there, we were down like 100 billion to like 20, 25. Like it was, it was looking rough. Not even... A few hours later, it's damn near even <laughs> just on Paladin like kills alone. Uh, and by then it's like four in the morning. So I went and like wow. hopped into bed with the wife and I was tired. 
and I didn't want to stay to downtime because I think I was thinking like, okay, downtime would hit. I'd come back after downtime. We're still going to be fighting over something. I come back four hours later, and we had swapped out of Leshaks, kind of and TFIs, mm. and into Typhoons and like whatever else was there. And the Typhoons fight when I got back was just cool because you had one fleet of Typhoons just constantly hitting the Keepstar and like avoiding fights. Uh, and everyone's kind of spread out. And then all of a sudden, I think it was FRT made the dumb and warped their Paladins right on top of one of the fleets, to which then all of the fleets but one dogpiled the Paladins and the Paladins were popping like popcorn. It's a great uh, wordplay there. Mm, uh, nice. They were just, like yeah, they were just popping. And at what, like, it was just disgusting to watch how fast they were dying because we're like, we're dead center on them. Uh, and then at one point, uh, I got asked, uh, I didn't get asked. Someone was crazy <laughs> enough to say, You were voluntold. Uh, voluntold. Uh, yeah. No, someone was crazy enough to say, We can bring uh, supers. My man. And I had something to do at like four o'clock that day. So it was like, at this point, I think it was like 11 a.m., 10 a.m., something like that. So I'm like, okay, let's take the Knicks in. <laughs> and I literally jumped through the gate before anyone. Uh, but at this point, the system broke. So uh, yeah. a couple of key things here about EVE Online that, that people don't know. Because if you haven't played this game since it started, like, say, 2007, 2008, you don't know how the game works, right? So a couple of things happen when too many people end up in local. One, modules don't work. They don't auto-repeat. And not only do they not auto-repeat, they can auto-repeat, get stuck on. That's the first thing, which makes Lashaks kind of suck because then they don't work, right? Like they don't, their guns don't work. So that's that's the first, I guess, problem. Uh, then the second problem um, would be uh, that, <laughs> that uh, at one point, um, if you if you haven't been to the system before, like at yeah. any point you can't get into the system like you can get in there and you'll appear in local and your ship will be there and you can take damage but you can't really interact with local space uh i, I took a couple screenshots but i can't find them uh but basically like you see your ui you can see local chat you can type in local chat you can right click on people um but you can't right click on your capacitor and you can't really use modules um so, like, for example, even though my Nyx was the first to jump in, it didn't do anything for an hour. Just kind of sat there, uh, unable to do anything. I could see my Nyx from my other characters, uh, but it was stuck. Even worse, too, is, like, if you relog that character, you're not getting back on. Like, it just wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. Whereas if if you were a um, already in system, like, I was able to relog my characters that were in system four or five times. That was no problem. Like, I was able to do that with that one character that was already there the day before and that day. So, but yeah, the, once the Nixes and supers started jumping, in, I think we jumped in like a hundred, then they were like, get yeah, fuck this. We're done. Uh, they didn't, I don't think they realized that the, the supers didn't load or maybe they didn't. They weren't that smart, but uh, they called it a day and the, the keep star went reinforced victory for the good guys. Cool. So to roll this back, I mean, the, the reality was this was a 20, almost a 12 hour fight. It started yeah. around 1 a.m. on Friday, and it started with goons and in it going in to try to get rid of both the Ansiblex, uh jump gate as well as the, the Tenebrex Sinojammer. We were trying to get take the Sinojammer offline, knock that thing out. We were trying to get rid of the jump bridge. We ended up getting rid of the jump bridge, mm -hmm. 
and they dropped another one and it took a while for it to online. And finally, you know, we, we ended up, we were, we were going after the Keepstar, but the Keepstar didn't come out until around 5 a.m. Eastern time, which was two hours before downtime. So it came out at 9 a.m. Uh, Eve time. Now, the, the big problem was the reality was just everybody was sitting there thinking, all right, how is it going to be possible for these guys to get on grid from where they were, pause this keep start timer, and then try to ref this thing and then go through downtime, get back on grid, and desperately try to get enough DPS on this thing to pause it so that you don't waste, we're not wasting this armor timer again. And I'll tell you, nobody thought we could do it. And I mean nobody. I didn't think we could. Do, maybe Asher thought we could do it. Maybe Darkshines thought we could do it. I didn't think we could do it. I was concerned. I said, all right, look, I spent 15 minutes after downtime. We couldn't get in this. We couldn't get the servers up. Nobody could jump back in the system. We were mm -hmm. trying to get in. To the point. It was to the point that, and I have seen the logs, so they are real. You had <laughs> Horde senior leadership FC type people sending notes to senior Imperium FC people saying, good fight, guys. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, great time. Great time. Sorry about that. Good fight, guys. Yeah, everything is going to be great. Acting Whoops. like it was already over. Whoops. That, That's not surprising. I would that not there, exactly, that. right? You yeah. never heard that before. Um, but there was no chance that we were going to get in and pause this yeah. timer after downtime. Yeah. Well, but guess what happened? We got in. We got in. We got in. Minute and we 40 was the kind of amazing. Not going to lie. It was, it was absolutely nuts. The first timer the, went, yeah. before downtime, we were able to pause the keep with seven minutes and I think 11 seconds left on the timer. We had enough DPS from the Leshax to start. And then the Typhoons sat there and they were, they were doing enough DPS while we were fighting amongst uh, ourselves with these other groups. We were hitting Paladins in the Init fleet. We were hitting all kinds of shit. And Shines and others had called for dreads. We had dreads and carriers ready to go, which were gated in to the system, by the way. Oh, yeah. So for hey, those of you who make the gating, claim, go ahead. It's pretty, it's pretty gangster. <laughs> I, I have to talk about this. Going for the jump bridge was the best thing. Not going to lie. A lot of people said, oh, you should have done the jammer so you could just sign out directly in. No, you don't ever want to sign out directly in because if you don't load, you're fucked. Uh, going through a gate's a little better because you can control the gate and it pulls them away from the keep star. Uh, instead of being closer to the Keepstar. So going for that jump bridge was perfect because they couldn't use the jump bridge anymore. They had to gate in, right? Because they couldn't risk taking the jammer down. So they had to gate in themselves, yep. which is what won the dread fight at the very beginning because their dreads got dragged gating in because they didn't warp to the Keepstar first. They tried to warp directly on grid. So about 10 of the dreads they tried warping in didn't go in right away. Um, and then... Us having complete and utter gate control on the gate where the fight was happening was fucking perfect. Yeah. Like they they could have, I mean, not to give our enemies any way to be smarter next time because I doubt they will. It's Horde. Uh, they don't but, take our advice. No, they don't. Uh, Horde's lost a little bit of their FC pool. Just saying, like when your best FC's missed, it's not really saying much. But uh, anyway. Progat in the chat has a good point I want to I want to bring up and then oh, yeah, I'll let you finish. He said flat out, he says GTC Typhoon fleets were the MVPs. They were tanking half the fleets for hours, allowing everyone else to wreck those FRC Palons. 100% correct. Yeah. That was yeah. absolutely true. And the Typhoon guys, you guys were the fucking heroes of this thing. Go ahead, Boat. But yeah, but controlling that gate, like you don't you don't win the fight without controlling that gate. And we literally had, I think it was Alice in Destroyers. 
like dictors, just just controlling the gate. They could have put one whole solid fleet, hundred dudes out of their three thousand whatever guys they had. It controlled that gate, and we don't win because at, at one point before I went to bed, I, I watched fifty battleships just kind of mosey on through the gate and warp in. Guys were reshipping two or three times, bridging right next door, which had no tie dye. None of the systems around Nothing. it had tie dye, which was great. Uh, both us and them. Usually we get fucked by that because some, for some reason on these big fights, our staging system tends to be linked directly to the fight. So we get tie dyed and they don't. This was a first for me. Um, uh, anyway, but yeah, so that was perfect. But not going to lie, uh, for the people thinking, is there going to be this massive, gigantic fight over the structure? No, there's not. It's going to die. Uh, you can't stop a structure timer from dying. The more I thought about it the la uh, last day or so, we could use frigates and the thing's going to die. It's just the way keep stars are defanged and designed now, you're you're going to lose it. So it's really dumb of them to even try to defend it. I hope they so, do, though, because I want I mean, kills. I hope they do, too, because I'd love to see <laughs> yeah. the fight. So so I we'll caps. talk about a couple other things. Yeah. Um, first of all, Besides the hubris, besides the, besides the whole concept that there's no way we can get in, the reality is we know how this works and we know how things are going to be when we're dealing with crazy server weather because this is the third time, this was the third time that we had tried to hit this X-47 Keepstar in similar circumstances. The first time, we didn't even get on grid before it repaired because one of the things that you find out in tie-dye fights with Keepstar timers is that 15-minute armor timer ticks down in real time while the rest of the game is in tie-dye. The first fight, it was taking so long for guns to cycle, for for targets to get locked, that by the time we got on grid, locked the keep star, and started shooting, it had already repaired. Hey, there you go. I like to be. So, someone so, asked if I had to speak to me. Sorry. Nice. So we had we had worked it out. We knew that this was a thing. And then, of course, you have the problem of what happens at downtime. Well, what happens at downtime when you're shooting a keep star is when downtime comes back up, the server comes back up, that timer resets to 15 minutes, but then it starts ticking down in real time again. Now it stays, the damage stays where it was before, but the mm -hmm. timer ticks down again. So, so we knew yeah. we had 15 minutes of real time when the server came back up and started taking connections to get in there and get that key star paused. And it was hard. And it, I didn't think we were going to do it. The yeah, badge definitely the didn't think we were going to do it, especially on mm -hmm. an armor timer, because it's yeah. only 15 minutes. Hull timer, we get a half an hour, but 15 minutes mm -hmm. we get for an armor timer. And that was the deal. I didn't think we were going to do it. Horde didn't think we were going to do it. They're sending out congratulatory notes to themselves saying, hey, guys, good fight, blah, 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 and 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 trying to be all smug with uh, Imperium leadership. And the reality was they fucked up again. They counted their chickens before it, they hatched. And the result was not only did the Keepstar get reinforced, but this battle report is not that bad. This was not a no. goon feed in the style to which Horde believes they have been accustomed. Now yeah. they have managed to do pretty similar damage to us. We lost actually we even lost fewer ships than they lost. Now our ships were worth, you know, a little bit more because we had a couple dreads in there. Obviously, I'll show you. You can, as can see the the heroes that brought crazy stuff, like uh, the Zerns that died. Hell yeah, brother! Let me see if I can get. Yeah, the, there, there, there you go. Talking about the, our boy lost five Zerns right here. God bless. Each one That's is ten billion esque. That's a shame, but you know what? Fucking oh, brass balls guy. on the man right there. Not gonna say. 
So, and yes, uh, all uh, guys, here's the problem. And, and Mark and I have been bitching about this for a while. Yes. These numbers are off. They are November of 2022 number. All the numbers, the, every Z kill number is wrong because the market oh, yeah, no, is yeah, still price down is in ESI. So this would have been probably even bigger uh, loss for the bad guys. And we might've even have, have broken even or, or beat Paladins, them on the, the ISPOR. Paladins go at two to one in cost. So mm-hmm. like Paladins right now, I think are 2.2 billion for like a Lushak, which is like a almost 800 mil, uh, almost three times. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, paladins right. are crazy. But here's the thing: hostiles are fucked. Not gonna lie, uh, hostiles are really fucked on Monday if they try to fight. So they they're stuck in a rock and a hard place. So I learned this the hard way way back in the day. TFIs have one flaw: they die to bombs <laughs> really easily. Nightmares, TFIs, um, APOC navies don't as much, but TFIs and and nightmares die to bombs. Okay. Paladins don't die to bombs, but they have to risk putting paladins in bastion, which means no reps and dreads. Right? You bring you warp over 10 dreads, or you bring enough battleships and you're popping paladins like they're they're popcorn, right? They just die. Uh so they're in a rock and a hard place. Do you bring the overpriced uh powerful paladin fleet, which could win you the fight, right? If you bring 600 of them and risk losing, you know, two, three hundred of them in a bad situation, right? Or do you bring TFIs and nightmares? And if you bring lots of TFIs and they get bombed, you just lost 200, you know, TFIs to nothing. Pump. Um, yep. I'll tell you, gentlemen, this is the, obviously the the scale of this accomplishment cannot be understated, but what was most impressive to me, Brisk, if you can pull that BR up one more time, the thing that was the most surprising to me, and if you could just scroll all the way back up to the very, very top, um, mm-hmm. Right here. The thing that I was most surprised by is that there are still 41 active tunes in Test Alliance. Please ignore. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> that is an incredible. I would not have thought it was nearly yeah. that high. If you if you hit the uh, bottom right button there on our side, you know, to make it go down further, uh, you'll see an even more crazy statistic. <laughs> so to expand the number of allies we had. No, no. Right. That, at the top there, press the little down arrow that gives. No, no. Up, up more. Up, yeah. There we go. Press the little down arrow right there and then look at uh, allies and there should be an alliance called Razor somewhere in the middle. What? They're in the middle. They do exist. They're in the middle. They have about 20 oh, guys, look, 30 it's guys. Razor. Yeah, see? We found Razor at 12. Oh, they impossible. still exist. Just saying. We found Razor. Like, Crazy. They, they, they are Crazy. there. Crazy. So, I mean, if Razor can show up, then 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 the war is over for them. Like That's right. Pretty much. That's 12 more Razor than it played uh, the game in 10 years. I love the fact that TNT brought more guys than uh, than tested. That's pretty solid. That's not I surprising. Like that. Wibla Wibla tends to be pretty harsh if they don't show up. That was good. That was it. So, a couple other things to talk about with this fight uh-huh. that I want to I want to laugh about. So the first thing is, I think the bads did not expect, or at least I think they finally figured out late that we were going to make a serious push for this on Friday. And there are a couple of reasons for that, but not the least of which was it was a holiday for mm-hmm. EU for the most part. Iceland, our, our favorite country in the world. They have 12 ah, public yes. holidays. They take a month off for each one. Okay. <laughs> one of the big ones is Easter. It starts Thursday, Monday, Thursday. They get the day off. Good Friday. They get the day off. 
Easter is Sunday. Monday is Easter Monday. They get the day off. They got a five-day weekend. And in a lot of places in Europe, it's similar. So planning for this fight, knowing that the armor timer is going to be happening in the middle of a major Western holiday that's not a holiday in East Asia, and Monday also, assuming that we get it, which will be the whole timer, is also a holiday for a lot of people in the EU time zone. And so a lot of folks were able to alarm clock and show up. And that's why, again, we look at these numbers, these numbers, I mean, goons almost with, we're within five people of fraternity in prime China time zone on a weekend. Oh, they're going to be 2000 there on Monday. Like, Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know if everyone understands this, but literally from all of, all of Christianity, any country that, that has Christianity has Monday off in Europe. Okay. You're talking Russia to 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 Iceland. They've got mm-hmm. Monday off. Uh I think Asher the Great, that's what I'm calling him today, because right. he's gonna be Asher the Wise. Maybe the Wise. Yes, Asher the Wise. Asher the he, Wise. <laughs> he he literally planned this perfectly because uh like you you have a situation where Wednesday, it's reinforced. They don't really contest the first timer, right? It's reinforced. Friday is when it came out, and then Monday, both public holidays in Europe. Like exactly, it's it was the perfect timing, and I got to so give Asher them. and them a yeah. ton of credit for doing that. Now, yes, there are Christians in China, but they don't have Monday yeah. and Friday off. No, they're not and getting Friday. It's not a national thing. Like the, it's uh, not. You have to understand. It's like even, I don't even think in the states we get Monday off. Right. Uh, so don't. some some people do. It yeah. depends. Some people do. Well, uh, but it's a federal don't. holiday. I'm not. I'm not. I get I get Monday off. Yeah. But the, I mean, the bottom line is uh, the bottom line is this was planned around a time when we had an advantage that they didn't. Yeah. And that required a lot of pre-thought, a lot of time put in getting a good roll on the on the shield timer, making sure you get in there. And frankly, the previous eight times that we did this. Definitely, I think, worked in our favor because the hubris of the other side of, oh, they're just hitting the shields again. They're never going to show up for this time or, oh, they're never going to do this. They're never going to do that. Yeah. This is what happens. And as the old adage goes, they they got to win every time. We only have to win once. And so they had to decide whether they were going to show up. And they did. And they fought hard. But I don't think they calculated on the fact that we were going to show up as hard as we did. And I don't think they calculated on the fact that we were going to push through this even though it looked like based on server weather and everything else that it was a it was a bad deal and we should have just left but asher said no we're gonna go and we did a bunch of stuff in this fight in x47 that pappy in the last war and fart in this war have said you can't do we took fights under a sino jammer we hit a keep star staging system with capitals that we gated you can't gate capitals. They'll never get there. We did. The only people that lost dreads were idiots like me that warped my dread to the wrong gate and died there instead of getting into X-47. That's the only time. <laughs> is that true? Pe- oh, it's yeah. fucking absolutely 100% true. Yes. Yeah, it's great. I'm a moron. X- There's X-Tech 7 and X-47 uh, and Shines you. is like, to whichever oh, idiot just God. warped your uh, your t- your uh, dread to X-Tech 7, uh, congratulations, you won the dummy prize. And I was like, it was me. Oh, my God. That was the me. senior moment. Incredible. Yeah. Senior moment. Wow. That's what I did. Uh, so not going to lie. The, I mean, I got to give Asher the credit. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. I, I wanted to lose my dicks. Not going to lie. I did. I really did. I, uh, I jumped it in with the expectation that the second I loaded, because here's the thing. 
all of FRT's in there already with dreads and carriers mm. and supers. If FRT had some balls, and at that moment I don't think they did because it was getting later and later. If they if they had the balls and and not no doubting nor I'm not going to doubt Norris here. It might have been his underlings, but Norris I think would have done this if he would have realized what we had done and what the system was doing wrong. He could have warped a hundred dreads over to that gate. He could have warped all oh, the yeah. subcaps to that gate. He could have brought everything to the gate and just started fragging super carriers. They could have, if they the had other. any sense, they could have skynetted all their yeah. freaking carriers off the keep star. No, over not to even the that. Gate. They didn't even have to do that. They, they could have literally just warped all their dreads, their carriers, faxes. They could have just hit fleet warp, titans, and just parked everything on the gate. The system was so bored. And they could have taken that fight to downtime, probably killed 100 supers. Because yep. we didn't have enough fax in there, I don't think, to tank that. Uh, in my I don't opinion. think we had any, uh, and we didn't really load very well. And yeah, the fight would have came off the Keepstar, but we would have had to have been put in a situation where we had to choose: go and fight for our hundred supers that just jumped through a gate, or continue the armor timer for another three. I mean, at that point, it took another three hours for the thing to get reinforced. That's a hard choice. Yeah. Three hours of leaving supers alone to to reinforce this thing into armor. Or take the fight on the gate. So again, I gotta say to Asher and Dark Shines and the rest of the leadership, one, thank you. Thank you for pushing putting this together because this was the the secret sauce that we finally needed, I think, to break the resistance in the system. I don't see how else we could have done it. You guys figured this out and you made it happen. So Shines and and Asher and the gang, thank you. And then two. Thank you for having the balls to stick through this because there were so many different times in that fight where it looked like the shit was not going to work. Stuff was breaking. Why are we even here? Let's just get the hell out of here. Yeah. I mean, it was so bad. Mark was hanging from the ceiling. That's true. Yeah. This (laughs) this has done some real weird shit to my green screen, boys. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, if I, I ain't gonna lie though, if I was FCing for them, I would have just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna, it's they're gonna get reinforced, but we're gonna yolo over to the gate." But they're so risk adverse about losing because what happens if we did load? But they have enough spies. Like you think they would have known? Like, hey, shit's not loading, people. Because people in Fleet Chat, I think, were saying it. Like, I know I said it. I straight up said, "Look, I've been sitting here for an hour and I can't click anything," uh, and I almost didn't get my next back out. Right? Like, I almost couldn't leave. Um, because I forgot that you could click on characters in fleet chat and then jump to them. So I kept trying to click my uh, capacitor mm-hmm. and was stuck. Um, but yeah, so if they had went to the gate, though, my next would have died. And I'd have been like, cool, reimbursement. Uh, but no, go. they didn't. You would have got they, your money back. Well, I jumped really, in, sat there for two hours and jumped out. <laughs> what's really fun about this is that uh, they, I hope, have learned the lesson now that uh, Wormhole Corps have been learning for years, years now. Oh. Which is you always got to do hole control. You always got to do hole control. Oh, it yeah. has to be priority. I mean, if you can't control the flow of people in and out, you've already controlled it one way by keeping the jammer up. So now you got to control the main access point. You're absolutely right. If you go over there and you frag, you know, frag supers, you limit the amount of exposure you have for that timer for future timers for any. I mean, you've you've effectively allowed them to establish a foothold that they cannot yeah. break now because you have hole control. So. Pretty yeah, it was cool. pretty. It's pretty great. Um, I don't know. I there's gonna be more of those because see, it, I I just uh, I don't know. I just I have a feeling that maybe next time the I don't see. I just don't know. Uh, 
I just don't see I don't see them doing what they've never done, right? So I've been playing this game a long time. Like I said, it's been 15 years now almost. Uh no, I think it is, yeah, 15 years. Our enemies have never just said, fuck it. Let's see what happens. I think Villy well, did, did it one time. They did one time. They lost a hundred Titans, but in M2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that I don't think that was Villy. I think that was someone above Villy, but or maybe below, I don't know. But uh, I just don't see them going, fuck it, let's find out. Like fuck about and find out. I don't think they have the, That's the not people their thing. to do That's I don't think they've had the people to do that. Whereas we do. Especially now that Asher is CEO, I think we have that of, well, if we die, we die mentality, oh, yeah. uh, which was really great last night. Like listening to Asher talk like, yeah, we're losing less shacks, whatever. <laughs> like I would have never in my mind been like, hey, no one's going to get mad at me for doing this. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was pretty great. Thank you, Brisk. There you go. You're in the middle now. All right. Beautiful. There were a ton of memes that came out of this fight, and I'm going to go through some of them because they're pretty funny. But, I mean, the one that I liked the most was this one. This was these guys had put this up on Reddit a couple days ago. How many times it repaired? Oh, back-to-back repairs, the champ, champ. You guys are never showing up. Your eyes are all full of shit. And I said flat out, I said, oh, my God, you guys can't post shit like that because that is exactly the type of thing that we're Mm going to meme the shit on when you guys – blow up and screw it up and we we beat you and that's exactly what happened it's um, fate man you can't exactly you are literally lit it's like you got to throw some salt over your shoulder or knock on water do something because you are jinxing it mm-hmm. when you talk yeah. like this now I, I there were a couple other ones i gotta say um there was some pretty <laughs> solid salt from gobbins in some of these threads yeah. and it was it was all straight up leaks from from uh from their general chat of Gobbins yeah. being like, I don't like you guys. You're all a bunch of schmucks. And I mean, obviously he's kidding, but it's just funny to see that, but it's like, I don't know how to stop from here on out, but people deliberately making our alliance look bad just to appear on Reddit are going to get dealt with that. I thought was cute. Well, um, it's Gobbins, here's the thing. What Gobbins doesn't understand, like to him, it might be joking, but there might be, let's say, on average, out of a thousand people, a hundred of those people think he's serious. Oh, and then of course. Of those, of those people hundred, that still like, think that Mafune is going to be the new host of the Meta Show because we did that last oh week. God. Like that it was fucking true. April oh. Fools, guys. Did you not watch the show? Yeah, seriously. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, we still but, have but, time. But here's here's the thing. Like, there's a history of Eve that's been this way since I've started playing. I mean, the game's twenty years old, but it's always been this way. What ends up happening is like all this hate they have towards FRT from mm-hmm. these nobody members. Those are nobody members today, but one out of every hundred of those nobody members is going to become a somebody. Mm-hmm. And when they eventually become a somebody, you get enough somebodies out of that group, and then they hate FRT, and then they're fighting FRT, and now that that whole relationship is gone and this is why i love the concept of of allies or like friends and allies versus Mm -hmm. just like someone we're blue to um because that is literally a thing that uh that that is a very big problem with our uh with eve's mentality is you get you get these leadership types that are joking or maybe they're friends with the person they're they're making comments about so that person's not going to take it serious but the people they're saying it around do and it leads to a hatred that builds Mm -hmm. which is why i enjoy watching this war because the amount of hate that frt is getting 
from their allies or quote unquote allies is just fucking priceless. And that's, like, I'm laughing because if I you're like, on the it. screen here, I've got these are all screenshots that were taken from goons uh, from pardon me from Horde's uh, general chat. Things like if Horde yep. was officially deployed, we would have won. Or, you know, goons barely wanted a real deployment. The horde's not deployed at all. Yeah, all of your PVPers are there. What, are you going to bring your fucking miners? And they're the ones that are going to tip the balance for us? I don't think so. Your PILs. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah, your your fucking crabbing alts are going to come, and they're going to make the difference. Okay. (laughs) And then all this, I mean, I love the one at the bottom here. Just print a new bot. Keepstar is fine. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Like, okay, if this is how you guys yeah. talk about your allies, I don't even want to see how you talk about it. And then this one, but I that's like the that, thing, that, it that is. I'll never pause the time. I mean, that, that, but, that, and, and to, to Boat's point, yeah. even if those people that say that shit don't become leaders, you know what? If I'm a fraternity guy, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are, but if mm-hmm. I can understand English or I'm seeing this stuff translated and I see all of these line members in this group that's ostensibly supposed to be on our side talking shit. I'm going to be like, well, fuck those guys. Why are we even, why are we even friends with them? We should go after them next. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There, there have always been the memes of, of alliances that are useless. Right. And, and you, you, you constantly might go after those people. Um, For example, like you get an alliance that brings 10 people on average and they have a thousand guys, right? Like, yeah, you're going to see comments made about that alliance. That's fine. But to the guys that are literally carrying a time zone with a thousand dudes mm-hmm. who are will show up with those same thousand dudes when your home is on fire because of yeah. the time zone. That's not a good look. Like you don't go, you don't go after the people that are contributing to your survival. That's that's the way to put it. Because if FRT is not there, Horde dies. Yeah. Like Horde does not survive in the drones without FRT because they can't time zone tank without FRT. If you time zone tank, you set it to Chinese time zone, all of the drones, and have FRT take care of business with a lot of the the Chinese players, you can't take the drones. It's so fucking hard. But you you get rid of FRT, you can't time zone tank two thousand goons and a thousand other people. Like it's not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. And that's that's the bottom line. It's not gonna happen. So or worse, they get stuck in the drones because you you wipe out Gemini and and Venal and Tribute. And, and all these other places, and then you can't come out of the drones to go anywhere, then it gets really bad. So, yeah, you you to see them shit on FRT. I like FRT. I've always liked FRT. I think Norris's approach reminds me of this old Russian aluminum tycoon guy. Like, hey, if I can't win conventionally, throw money at it, and I'll eventually win, right? It's a great strategy. It, you got money, flaunt it, baby. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you have that kind of money. I'd probably throw it at my Eve friends, too. Not going to lie. Um, yeah, dude. But even Gobbins is saying to these guys, don't say shit like not our keep because it makes you look stupid and you deserve to be made fun of for that kind of copy. I mean, literally he freaking says it to his own guys. And then I, this was my favorite of all of the stuff. I know he's kidding, but man, it's, it's hilarious because you know what? I saw Asher in a bunch of fleets. I see dark shines in every fleet. I saw Pro got out in fleets. I saw, I saw Pando out in fleets. I saw all our FCs out in fleets. Just out of curiosity, when's the last time Gobbins joined us in a fleet? This hey, is the type of shit that people used to say about mittens. You'll see Norris yeah, in fleets. Would show up. Norris is in fleets in, on one of on his alt that's not banned or anything. Out <laughs> yeah, of no, curiosity, Nor- <laughs> when's the last time Gobbins joined us in a fleet? I'm not, not busy. Bad. I just don't like you guys. I love that retort. That's legit. 
that was very <laughs> legit. Oh my god! Uh, but no, not 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 gonna lie. Like, mm. uh, I, I I really like FRT because here's the thing: is um, there used to be like you would call it the Australian time zone tanking, right? You'd set things to Australian mm-hmm. time zone and have lots of Australian uh, players, and you'd have two, three hundred Australian players, and then you'd be able to defend that time zone because you saw your shit to Australian time and mm-hmm. you went, which is uh, similar. To, it's only two hours later than Chinese time, uh, but. Now with the up and coming uh, Asian players that Eve has, which is a big amount, uh, it's it's really cool to see that time zone because people hate it. I I'll be honest, I cannot come Monday because I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go teach. Uh, I don't have kids to teach, but I'll be at work, uh, mm-hmm. so I won't be there. I might watch it on Twitch from my my job, but like I won't I won't be there at all. So yeah, to, to time zone tank like that's pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I was. Now, there's a couple things I want to keep everybody in, and, and based on what exactly what Bo just said. Listen, we have clapped very hard today. We have patted ourselves very heartily on the backs for managing to do what these guys thought we couldn't do. They said flat out, you're not going to be able to beat the armor time or we're going to stop you guys. It's going to be just like 1DQ. We're going to keep doing this over and over again, and you're going to break down, and you're not going to be able to do it, and you're just going to go home, and that'll be the end of it. And we said, no, we saw what you guys did wrong, and we're going to keep going, and we're going to keep pushing. And that's what won us the fight on Friday. But the fight is not over. Mm -hmm. Okay? And what Boat just said, Boat's not going to be there because he's got to go to work. But I don't have to go to work, so I'm going to be there. So the bottom line is the job is not done yet. And Asher said this on the fireside today, if you guys listen. He flat out said, listen, the job is not done yet. And Shine said the same thing to us in our Astartes meeting. The job is not done. We cannot afford to, like, pat ourselves on the back because of this armor timer and then not show up in huge numbers on Monday and this Keepstar repairs and we got to do this shit all over again and wait yeah. for the next public holiday that, as Pando said, is not like a family holiday where you can actually do things because nobody expects you to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like... We have to get this done. So if you are here and you are listening and you are trying to decide whether or not you want to come on Monday, I'm not going to tell you to take off work. I'm not going to tell you to, to like cancel your anniversary plans or skip your kid's soccer game. But I am going to tell you, if you can be there, show up because we need to get the numbers to kill this thing. And it'd be nice to get on the kill mail. I, you know what I would love to see mm-hmm. happen? I would love to see we have so many fucking people in that system to kill that whole timer. Well, that one, we kill it before downtime, and two, there's so many people on it, it doesn't generate a kill mail. Well, and that's the thing is, so we've got all night, you know, Sunday night to to get everything set up. Uh, Whereas uh, our hostile, our enemies don't really have that. Like we could take all of US Prime and take out all the jammers. We could literally start the fight ten hours, twelve hours Mm -hmm. before it's due to come out. And just make it so they have to show up, right? All our U.S. time zone players that won't be there at downtime, um, you know, they the guys that aren't going to be there at downtime can show up in U.S. Prime, yeah. do all of this prep work. It's kind of like if you ever seen the movie Kingdoms Kingdoms of Heaven. It's one of my oh, favorite yeah. movies. Great movie. Uh, great movie. There's a great transition in the movie where like There's you see the city just getting bombarded. Jerusalem's getting bombarded, and mm. it transitions to like. Everything is set up, ready to go the next day. You got the towers, you got the army, and, and they're getting ready to commence the walk to the to the 
the the waltz right and they're, mm. and they're getting ready to do that that is literally what could happen sunday night is you could have us time zone do all of this setup and then just kind of hand it off to to the guys at downtime to finish yeah. the job and the enemies aren't going to have uh any chance of that now the other thing that asher said on the fireside that i want to remind everybody is he talked about why we are beating them and he used a catchphrase, and I knocked us up a model real quick. Probably if it's giant nuts, right? This is this is the new slogan for the Imperium for the next fight. It is heart over fart. Let Ooh. me shrink this down so the whole Did thing. Say heart fits. over fart. Heart, heart over fart. Over fart. That's <laughs> what we're doing. The bottom line is we've got heart, and they don't. And that is what is going to beat us, or what we're, how we're going to beat them. What is going to beat them is our heart over their fart. Do we have do we have audio of, of Asher Elias saying heart over fart? I would like to see uh, that. We too. don't have it for the show, but as soon as uh, the fireside gets posted, we will yeah, have it. Yeah, I'm going to need time. to make that my ringtone if it's not too much trouble. Just send that so one back over my way. Thank you. Heart over fart. That's what we're talking about. And that's what's going to happen. So, Monday, show up. You're going to kill this Keepstar. And finally, we will have achieved the bulk of the war goals that were set by the Imperium when we started. And one of the things I have to give Asher and Shines and the guys credit for is when we started this war, we told everybody, here is why we are going up there. Here is what we are here to do. We are there to defend B2. And we are there to push fraternity out of B2 space. What? How do you do that? Well, you kill all the structures that they've dropped. And at that point, they had four keep stars and a bunch of four desires and a whole bunch of other shit that they had dropped in fade and period basis in Declan. The whole point, uh, pure blonde, sorry, uh, and Declan. And the whole point was we got to kill all this stuff. When we kill this stuff, that's how you know we won the war. And so far, we have done a pretty solid job of killing all of their stuff. At that point, once everything's done, then we can sit down and decide, okay, what's next? Do we push into Fraternity's home space? Do we make a break for Horde's home space? Do we go home and say, hey, we did a great job and go crab or something? I hope that's not what we do. But we can make a decision of what we do next after we finish this. But it's not over till it's done. And that means Monday, we have to kill this Keepstar. So again, show up. Don't just sit at home. If you're sitting at home with your thumb in your ass watching Picard series episode seven or some shit, turn it off. It's not that good anyway. And put Eve on and come play with us. Yeah, let's go I kill mean, some fucking keep stars. Listen here, That's boys. It's is really not that hard. I mean, I, listen, it's not uh, for, the, for your FCs, for your, your directors, for your... CEOs for the big old swanging nuts of Mr. Elias. Very, very complicated kind of situation. All you got to do is, is log in. And when somebody in the ear says, oh, press F1, you just press that F1 button. And you're good to go, baby. That's all you got to do. You just got to press that button. And then you just wait for three hours to press it again. I, that's how I understand tie dye. I mean, I'm not, I'm sure there's probably a little more specific than that, but it's very simple. Just press that button and you're good to go. Put on a movie. Uh, read a book in the meantime. All you got to do is one ear, put your, your earbud in, your AirPods or whatever, and, uh, you know, do something else. Make You know, learn a skill. Knit. Who knows? Listen, you, you, this tie-dye fight, do. this tie-dye fight on Friday morning, 
I alarm clocked it, woke up at 3 a.m. I went on the stream at 4.30. At down, at, right after downtime, 8 o'clock, I went, took my kid to school, came back, took my dog to the vet, came back, picked my kid up from school, and played Eve the entire time while I was doing that. Because mm-hmm. that's how what you can get away with in tie-dye. It's great. Oh, yeah. So don't worry. You're going to have time to do other things if you want. You could learn Latin if you want. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing True. Duolingo. You could learn Latin. You could, I mean, look, you could watch Mandalorian season three, or uh, is it season three? Yes, which is very yeah. good, by the way. Pretty good. Much better Pretty than Picard. I am a Star Trek Picard. kid first, not a Star Wars guy. I'm a Star Trek kid first. All the new Star Trek, for the most part, sucks. Strange New Worlds is good. Lower mm-hmm. Decks is awesome. Season three of Picard is eh, okay. Watch, the rest of it's old a, talk shit. I'm find just a podcast. Find a podcast that you like, you know? Right. You could watch the Meta Show over and over again. You could go back you and could. watch old boat episodes of the Meta Show you if you really wanted to. If you really loved the throwback, it's so good. I, I before, and I know we're, we're getting up here on our time. I just got to say, too, mm-hmm. just the, just the, it, it's, it's wild to me to even be in this spot right now because. Back in like 2019, one of the reasons I, I came back to the game was because I had been in test years and years ago back during the first big war uh, and it sucked. I didn't I did not enjoy it. Um, I wasn't I didn't do much. I didn't really understand it. I was very dumb. Either way, it was was not my game. But uh, after that and after things kind of played out, you know, in Declan and all that, uh, I went back and watched a lot of videos, especially videos where boat you were the FC. And I was, I was like, ah, fuck. Okay, maybe the game is pretty good. I just was doing it wrong. That's why I came back and played the game again. So being here now, we have, a, once again, Boat Harbinger of Good Times back in this space. Mm-hmm. If this is not a sign, I don't know what is. Uh, I don't know about signs, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I'm saying... Some it, solid fangirling going on right here. It's I just a little it. bit of fangirl. I'm not I kidding. I love this, it. Actually, I, love it. Uh, I got asked... Uh, I think someone was like, hey, Boat, be useful. Stop flying on... Uh, uh, a buzzard and like lead a fleet and i was Hell like yeah, dude. yeah no thanks so busy. <laughs> this is more <laughs> i fun. wanted to i wanted to lose ca- uh, lose stuff on that the only thing i lost was a crow it was really rude like so i was orbiting the hostile dreads and like i had stopped my ship because tie-dye was you know being rude so i stopped my ship for a second to do something and some guy in like a paladin alpha me it was so rude uh brutal it took longer for me to it took longer for me to self-destruct my pod and get another claw on that character and get back in. Um, and then it did to actually get there from like Delve. Um, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> so like, it was, uh, it was rude of that guy. Like he just blew me up and I was like getting ready to loot one of their dreads. I was trying to like, you know, loot a dread and what yeah, I couldn't do it. I died. If you jumped, you're dead. My favorite, one of my favorite boat lines of all time. It's great. It. <laughs> if you jumped, you're dead. If you jumped, you're dead. Uh, actually, one of my uh, one of my wrestlers uh, made a comment that was related to that. By the way, if you want to hear a, a quick story, please. Um, so you, you all know that I used to say, you know, "If you jumped, you're dead," and that and that meme comes from uh, uh, like a psychological like brain thing I have, where my brain is like ahead of in thinking than my mouth. So I'll say to do something, my brain's like, oh shit, that's a bad idea. We shouldn't probably tell him to do it, but I've already told him to do it. And like 15 mm-hmm. seconds usually go by. And so the meme and goons for a long time was wait about 15 seconds for, for, uh, for boat to do something because otherwise you're going to regret that. Like, don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one of my brothers tell me on Saturday <laughs> that apparently I was telling them to do something 
And it was like after it was already available for them to do, like they had already moved past that. They were on to the next thing. So uh, I, it made me think of Eve Online when he said that. And my brain immediately went, oh, shit, <laughs> which is. Uh, I love which, it. Yeah, I love it was it. perfect. Um, All right. So. We are at the end of our time for today. I have to say, Bo, thank you for coming back. This was a hell of yeah. a fun thing, having a throwback <laughs> show and doing all the old stuff from 2019 yeah. and shit. So thank you for coming uh, back. I have something I, I have to say thank you for, by the way. Well, please do. Go right ahead. So uh, about a month ago, it was uh, the meta show that helped me uh, accomplish the, the goal I was trying to get for uh, that GoFundMe I made for my uh, students. So I, I wanted to say thank you to everybody that's watching and there it is on stream i'll link it in chat uh so i i started to GoFundMe, even though i hate doing gofundmes and all of that stuff uh uh a couple of goons were like hey you should definitely do this because we can take care of you and uh i almost i might cry but uh i was able to buy them shoes and then there's an update on there okay. so i got their shoes i got shirt shorts backpack and then their entry fees are all done and i only spent about 2100 to do it and uh the guy that got me the shoes actually is a guy that supplies like basketball teams, their basketball shoes. So he was not only was he able to get me the shoes about half off. So instead of 75 a shoe, it was only 45. Wow. Uh, he also got me the version that's not out to the public yet for like another month. It's like version 10 of the shoe rather than version nine. Because when you Google that shoe and try to find it, you can't. You cannot find the next edition of the shoe. Uh anywhere like not even talking about it on google so it was really cool cool to to do that and uh i had to say thanks so yeah. and we were happy to do it for you and it was always listen i always say this we get a lot of shit being eve players uh, for being the most toxic community out there but i'll tell yeah. you i have never seen a more philanthropic community i've never seen a bigger community that comes together when bad things happen to people i've never seen a community yeah. that comes together uh, when they're asked to do something charitable like this. I know Rampage, yep. we've raised $10,000 plus selling my wife's artwork uh, for charity. That's amazing. But, I mean, the fact, I mean, yeah, we did, she did one painting that sold for almost $4,000. So you guys are crazy and you're crazy philanthropic and you're, you're crazy good people. Yeah. Most of you. Yeah. No, I, I would say all of them. There are a few of them you know are good. who you are. Did you just no, say, I, but most of you. All, all of them. <laughs> all but are really good. You. Thank you for the shit that you guys do for us all the time. And you make you make making this show fun. You make me and Mark and Boat and everybody else that come on and do these shows. It, it's fun for us when we get to see the stuff that you guys do. So thank you. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, of Eve Online, I might have seen uh, on weekends, like Saturday nights. Let's go. Uh, it'll be yeah. once a week kind of thing because with uh, with wrestling, like when wrestling's done, I get home, I can like an FC an op or two if we're not doing anything important. But uh yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's a great idea. I just, All right. Any last words for us, Boat, before we get out of here? No, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. This was fun. Uh, Marky Mark. I, I did some, I said some dumb things. Yeah, <laughs> but you're allowed to. That's the, It would not be a meta show with Boat on it if you didn't say dumb things. We expect that. That is true. The only thing that is expected on this show that has not happened today is I haven't muted us for some oh, unknown reason. I actually fixed everything. I can't believe it. Incredible. And it's, it's only a matter of time now. True. Marky Mark. Last word. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Turbo's recruiting. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, just a second ago, Brisk, I, I do want to clarify. You did say philanthropic, right? That was the no, I said you, I said philanthropic geez. instead of philanthropic because that I is was true. Okay, just want to mispronounce sure it. I heard that correctly. Okay, sometimes I it. will We're mangle good. a few syllables. Nope. Like no, no, uh, no, it's wonderful. Continue one of our on. Former That's all I got. There you go. It's been fun mocking me. All right. Anyway, 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. This has been the Meta Show for April the 8th, 2023. Tomorrow is Easter. If you are a Christian, happy Easter. He is risen. Yeah, if you yeah. are not, have a fun Sunday. Oh, I have one more thing. I get to All run right, 12 miles tomorrow. Go ahead. I, I get to run 12 miles tomorrow. It's going to be great. 20, 12 miles. A lot of you have said, Boat, you look like a superstar. Boat, you look really good. You look like you oh, lost thanks. a lot of weight. That's because he's a fucking marathon runner now. Yeah, I uh, I run 12 miles tomorrow, and today I did. Well, today I only did 5K. I only did a 5K, oh, but I, I went 5K. fast. Oh, my God. I did it in 29 minutes, so it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't bad. Uh, no, I can't flex. There's not really any muscle there. So, like, the muscle I do have is from wrestling, right, because I wrestle all my athletes. But, uh, no, I uh, – I do a lot of running and I love running. So I have no, I've never, no muscle. It just looks like I have muscle because I'm skinny, but like, it's really cool. Cause you can see a lot more like veinage and stuff from oh, yeah, all the running. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. Happy Easter. We will see you next time for the meta yep. show and you stay classy. We... Yep. Bye. You are about to receive messages that may be harmful to your mental state. Your sense of reality will be questioned. Your view on things will be altered. You are now part of the meta. The meta controls everything. The meta determines what will and will not happen. You are watching the meta show.